The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. It's time for the Low Fact Podcast because, because we have no bells. We're in an alternative location today. Make it sound like we're in some kind of CIA safe house. <sighs> we could be. I don't know. Yeah, we could be really well connected, but you know, if we were, would we be this budget? We could be inside us. Right, but if we were, would we be this budget? No. Well, you don't know, right? Maybe they're. Maybe they're. Uh, well, I guess that's we go straight into what I what I was thinking about talking about. Okay. You know, it's very similar to the emperor has no clothes phenomenon, where everybody's talking about reality and all this other bullshit. Oh, by the way, the the most important election of our last time is coming up. I thought the most important election <laughs> of our last time just passed. No, it's it's the next one. Well, anyway, no. Um, but you know, if you're if you're over the age of thirty, um, and you're not a leftist. Well, even if you are, you probably actually. I'm not really a leftist. Well, no, no. I'm, well, if you're if you're if you're over the age of thirty, you've had you've heard someone utter that phrase, or you might have even said it yourself. You know, the denial of reality. You can't stop. You can't. You can't keep denying reality. You gotta face facts. You got to. Uh, what's the other shit? <laughs> Personal responsibility. Oh right, yeah. You know mm-hmm. all this, all this bullshit. Personal responsibility, like I, I got here by my own pulling up my own myself up by my own. What is it? Bootstraps. No, that's more. Uh, that's more. Uh, I didn't get any help. I didn't need help from nobody. No, that's more personal agility, I guess. Yeah. Personal responsibility is you know taking responsibility for your actions. Funny thing is, is that everyone that's ever uttered that phrase, me included don't want to take responsibility for your actions if they're negative right well that yeah exactly there's no um but yeah that's that's kind of what I wanted to maybe touch on at first because there's this whole idea that uh especially when someone utters that everyone everyone pretty much thinks that they are living grounded in reality and you know everything that you do is correct or whatever but we live we live in a group in a very large social group now but we live in a group so the the rules of reality can be bent quite severely you mean living in the group yeah I mean, we've said that we. Yeah, you know that's true. Yeah, yeah, we have. We've talked about this before. How when you're living in a larger group, there's there's more cover, more of a cushion, cover, whatever you want to call it. I mean, you know, say what you will about anybody, and just not to be offensive, would in any reality, one think that Saddam Hussein, Vladimir Putin, uh, Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, Trudeau 
would any of those people be considered stark raving successes? Oh, if we were living in a in if we weren't living in this reality, if we weren't living, living in a bet reality, I mean, you know, by all by all by all accounts, Saddam Hussein was basically a thug. Yeah, he was ruthless, right? No, no, he was just a thug. You know what he what he, you know what he used to he do? He was an enforcer, right? Call a spade a spade. What he used to do for the bath party was go out and beat up other people in other in other uh, political parties mm. or people in the political party. <laughs> I I don't know. That doesn't really strike me as the makings of a great statesman. Stalin too. Um, what was Lenin? Lenin was like some played paid flunky by the German army. To destabilize the czarist regime. I mean, just, you know, I think we all like to think of how great we are. And, and It's funny that you're putting Putin, uh, I wouldn't put Putin and Biden in the same camp, though. Putin seems so much, well, I guess when Biden had all his faculties. Biden's no joke, dude. You don't stay in, you don't stay in the Senate for, what, longer than we've been alive. Yeah. Or as long as we've been alive. Yeah. By, being a sh- by being a dumb schmuck. Yeah. You know, this isn't to say that I don't that I think these people are idiots. I mean, you don't get to be the president of the United States being a moron. And when I said that, I was thinking about George W. <laughs> Bush. Yeah, he's not a moron. Not necessarily Joe Biden, but, you know. Well, Biden now is like, he's not what he was. I, 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 I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little loathe to talk about actual people in politics because... So many other people are talking about it, and <laughs> I don't really feel like doing it for free. Yeah, I guess the people that probably have like millions and millions of listeners who are talking politics, they're probably getting paid by somebody. Oh yeah, but then I but then I then I think about that one that one. Um, movie with Jim Ca- the, the, the Jim Caviezel version of uh, the Bobby Jones bio movie mm-hmm. where he says if you get paid for it then you can't say you love it which is you know when they ask they ask Bobby Jones why he didn't turn why he's pro, not a pro yeah. and he's like well if you get paid to do something you can't say you love it I need to watch that movie again I like, it's a very underrated movie well I just I, I like Jim Caviezel I like Claire Forlani so win win <laughs> there's, there's a new Jim Caviezel movie coming out about Chuck Child, uh, yeah, I heard about game. that. I heard about that. It's getting, I think it's being released on July 4th, but Get I forget the name of it. Yeah, it's doing pretty well. I think it's getting a lot of heat. But here's, here's if you want to talk, if you want to, if we want, if we're mentioning movies, here's something that I just am shocked at. How old is Harrison Ford? Like, he's in his 80s, right? Or is he in his late 70s? I do not know. He looks, like, I know that he's ancient. He looks like his 90s. He, he's, he's so old. That Callista Flockhart looks super old. Well, he was in his kind of in his prime when Star Wars came out. He wasn't in his forties when Star Wars came out. Probably thirties, maybe late twenties. Okay. And that was Star Wars came out in seventy seven. Nineteen seventies. <laughs> so, so it came into New Zealand around nineteen eighty five. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Spitting all over myself. Yeah. So did I spit in your water? I don't know. Was it 77 it came out? I was five when I saw Star Wars. 
You saw Star Wars the year it came out? Yes, it, it came out in New Zealand the same year it came out in the United States. Are you sure? <coughs> it might have been 78. It might have been six. Okay. You think that it's unlikely that... I don't know. I'm just giving you shit. I don't know. Oh, God. I'd have to ask my dad. They had planes back then. I'm pretty sure if they wanted to, they could they could deliver a couple of prints of Star Wars to, to, the, to the one theater there was in New Zealand. Oh, there's probably two, right? One for Auckland and one for Wellington. Shut up. <laughs> Do you know what the fuck you're talking about? No, you're probably right. But until I met you, I you know didn't know the actual. I didn't know the names of the couple of cities that I know of that are in New Zealand. So, um, I guess there's like a new Supreme Court decision where they tackled that. Remember, there was the issue of the oh, uh, affirmative action. Yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of stories on that. But now, now, like on the on the back of the. On the back of the decision that they're talking about, the university is just talking about taking away any kind of tying anything to the the schools, to the LSAT or the SAT schools. So they just they're just basically looking for ways around it now. They can, I mean, because I remember last week when I was listening to the NPR, there was a there was a big push on you know how much affirmative action helps black people. Does it? Supposedly, that's a black person that goes to a better university gets a better chance at a better life. Really? But how does that help them if they're if they get if they get bored in there and then they then it's like they just kind of throw them in. Well, your your point is is that what happens when you get someone who's unqualified to go to a school like that mm-hmm. and gets in? Now I'm I'm. I'm I'm, I've just heard that, like, what's the word? Anecdotally, I've heard that that's the issue. And, uh, well, and the, the, the person that was doing the spot was really just talking about, like, well, this is what I came with. It don't matter. The people that go to those schools aren't really that smart anyway. It's just kind of a, a bullshit thing that people tell everybody. Especially the legacy folks, right? The only people that are really smart are the ones that have to compete to get the spots. Mm-hmm. And so, really, what happens is you're basically exposed to better social networks. Okay. And those social networks equal or result in better lives, better chances. So it's there. There, well, it's a zero sum game thing. Like, just by virtue of being there, you're going to be successful. I don't think zero sum game is means what you think it means in that instance. Oh, uh, maybe I got I'm Mr. King. Well, no binary. It's like a binary thing. So if you go to the school, it's like black or white. If you go to the school, you're you're going to be successful by virtue of the networks. That is a very <laughs> creative use. Man, I think you just broke my head. Well, isn't that what binary is? One or the other? Yes, but the way you used it is quite creative. Um, so you go to the school and, and become you, successful by virtue of being exposed to these networks. Then I am the stupidest person on earth because I went to at least two schools that you're supposed to result in 
better social service. But that's what they're saying, right? They're basically saying you get in, you you, you well, become no, successful. No, no, they're only saying they're only saying that for the underprivileged folks. Now that I remember, I remember the whole thing because they're saying that this happens, but it doesn't necessarily happen for the whiter Asian people. <laughs> now you're breaking my brain. Well, no, that was that. This is what this Princeton uh, researcher was saying. So, if you're underprivileged, black or Latino, right? If you go to a super upper crust school, it will help you live a better life. You, you'll get you'll get more right. more opportunities, better pay, blah blah. If you happen to be white or Asian, mm-hmm. that necessarily that won't necessarily correlate. So. The best way to. But well, what if you're underprivileged white or underprivileged Asian? Apparently, that I I just given you what I remember of the thing. So because I remember thinking when I heard that, well, then why don't we just make Harvard an all black Latino college? I mean, because this person's saying that if you go so right, so you just you just make the the Ivy League schools exclusively black and Latino and see what happens. That would never happen. Why not? These people, these 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 people want to help, give a leg up. Mm. I almost started talking like Al Sharpton. Wait, was this a who? Who was the person that was doing the interview? Was it a white person? I don't know, dude. It was on the radio. I can't see what they look like. Did they sound white? Okay, now you're getting really like into the into the into the realm of what is. It? So you you're telling Genetics. me you can't tell somebody's white if you listen to them speaking. Oddly enough, there was an experiment done, and if you showed a picture of someone, yeah, and you heard like, uh, and you, like you hear a voice, your brain will kind of fill in stuff. So, like, if you hear someone talking a very rural Southern voice, yeah, and you show a picture of a black person, some well for did for me somehow like more bass would start sneaking in, <laughs> but if you showed a picture of a white person, they'd sound like Jimmy Carter. Well, there's actually, there's always the bit on the show, on the comedy shows and stuff, where there's like a black person and they talk to a friend and then, and then, and then they get a call from an employer or whatever. And then they, they put on essentially the, the white voice, the white voice. Yeah. And the friend is like, who are you? Who are you? Mm. Yeah. No, I wasn't, I wasn't even thinking about that because the, the stuff that was coming over the airwaves on the NPR about mm-hmm. this, about this. I think that's just bizarre, dude. That's not bizarre. He's, you know, he wants to, he wants to state a case and say this is why. And he's just, you know. But it doesn't, it doesn't stand up. Maybe it might. You know what I, you know what I really dislike though. When you just said that, I really dislike this whole idea that a judge cannot objectively um, rule on something. Because of their race? No, because of their political leading. It's probably true because, you know, Judge Sips are incredibly political. Um, Doesn't that depend on the political leading? No. I no, no, it really doesn't. But I, I really hate that the people in my profession have, have let themselves be co-opted. But, you know, why would, I think, why would I think that they'd be otherwise, right? It's like sitting there thinking that cops are supermen. Cops are people. So would you call any judge an insider? Yeah. In most states, yeah. Think about it. You have to be elected. Yeah. In pretty much every state. Well, I have some people in my family who I would consider to be insiders. Um, if you if you if you're in Missouri, as I recall, when I was there practicing, you don't get you don't get elected, but 
you kind of do. Like all the lawyers yeah. in the in the bar of your city nominate you to be yeah. on the judges panel. Well, it's like in New Zealand, right? You don't become Queen's Council. I guess it would be King's Council now. But you don't become Queen's Council unless it's like all your peers are like... This guy's the shit. This guy's the guy. Or this gal's the gal. You know, um, I don't. I don't think we have to sit there and, and we're just we're just using. It's like a pronoun, right? So unless we go like Japanese or Korean and have like gender neutral pronouns, yeah. Just because we refer to guys, don't mean I don't think that that. We're, but I tend to say guy more. Yeah. Well, if you want, you can start using guy to refer to women. They just really, yeah. really screw people up. So when I say he or guy on the podcast, I mean she, them, it. He, she, them. So, for instance, I was the... Gentleman. What are your personal pronouns, by the way? What do you mean, what are my personal pronouns? <laughs> well, I just wanted to ask that question, right? Because everybody has it now on their, on their signature thing. Personal pronouns. You mean they're... She. Do I have pronouns that I've trademarked? No, like like you're supposed to state your personal pronoun, right? That you want to refer to as. I have pronouns that I own. No, no, you have to state what you are now. Uh, wouldn't it? Like be? if you're either she or he or them. Oh, my preference for how to be referred to. Yeah, are you a cis? Are you cis male? Are you gender neutral? Well, I think you... that's. I think I think calling it a personal pronoun or what are your pronouns <laughs> is rather misleading then. Why? Well, if I'm, I'm going to try to be a little bit more about being precise in language. Right. So my pronouns would kind of make it seem like it's, they're mine. I own them and no one else does. Just like when you've got someone at the MEPS going, all right, you know, get your hands off my table. The one? The MEPS. The fuck is the MEPS? It's a military entrance processing station. Mm. That's where dumbasses go to get physicals and get hauled off to their various branch of military service. And they tell you to get the ha- their hands off your table? The or table. the table or, you know, sit in my chair. Because it's the military's chair and table? If, if that is so, then the person speaking would be the military. Is that person now become Louis Fourteenth? I don't know, man. I'm just, hey, look, I'm just saying. I don't. I don't need any answers to all this. But so, so yeah. So if you're saying my pronouns are, then are you, aren't you kind of really connoting that those are yours and no one else can use them? No, I think so. That's like that's like saying be on the right side of history. That's the biggest bullshit phrase I've ever heard. Next to um, or as bullshit as you know, personal responsibility. <laughs> Full circle. Um, so what? What brought about you thinking about this whole theme of oh, yeah. personal responsibility and well, not people saying that this bullshit? Not necessarily personal responsibility thing, but this whole reality stuff, right? You're 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 not living in reality, or you know, blah blah this, blah blah that. So, what is a good like? What would be an ex- like like? Are they? This is something that someone says to somebody else when they they disagree with what they're saying, right? Not necessarily. This is something that people usually say in a circle of people that they kind of agree with. It's usually when they're pointing at somebody else and saying, "Look at this crazy person." Yeah, a lot of the time, but 
but what I've kind of no, but when I hear this, and I've also noticed that reality doesn't come crashing down on most of us. You know, it does for the for for people who decide to break into a lion cage at the zoo. Like, wasn't there that one person who, or it might be an urban myth, but somebody like snuck into the lion enclosure at the zoo because he's some kind of got eaten. Yeah, because he's some kind of kung fu master. I mean, it's easy to weigh. It's easy. It's easy to swat away a cat that weighs a that weighs like four or five pounds. Well, it's like the idea of the people think that they could fight a bear. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen what like, what a bear can do? I think I could fight off a bear cub. I mean, you would have. It would have to be like a very sick, weakly bear. That no, I like and be in captivity for like twenty years. No, I, then. I think I think I could hold my own against a bear cub. Right. You know, like a couple of months old. <laughs> What? But there are people that, that are like, oh, I'm going to do this beer fight. I'm like, are you insane? Yes. It's just like people who skydive. <clears throat> oh, but lots of people skydive. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people try to fight bears. I think people, a lot of people do things on the false assumption that it's not as dangerous as. See, so I. <clears throat> I think a lot of quote unquote thrill seekers do stuff because partly they have be- a screwless that too but partly because they don't think it's as dangerous or they're just not really putting two and two together about how like you know something whenever if something fails doing this type of activity it's mm-hmm. going to be catastrophic I just figured that it's because they're addicted to adrenaline uh, there, there, <laughs> there's there's that probably there's, there's people that are addicted to adrenaline there's people that are uh, coming back from from like you know whatever very stressful situations they want to get that high back um but all in all you know like well actually i don't even know why i said that that that's a that's a weird punctuation on my statement what's that well yeah that's 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 supposed to it's like yada yada it's supposed to connote something connote connote something what Mm, nothing Um, nothing. Oh yeah. So the whole, the whole, uh, the whole reality thing is because it, it, you know, it kind of, I started thinking about it. I started thinking about reality and people want there to be like instant justice for stupidity, for lack of, uh, uh, ability. I feel like it's just a diss. Like it's just, just, just to diss on somebody else or another group. That's what it's usually about. Like, look at this Karen, look at this person, look at this person that's not living in reality, and it works both ways. Yeah. But Whether you're left or right, it's the same fucking thing. Yeah, but I don't even... That whole Karen thing is just kind of weird to me, but, you know, yeah, you could you could still run into a, uh, a woman... I guess Karen's supposed to be exclusively white. Women. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I like. I hate the Karen thing. I is, it, is, it, is it supposed to be exclusively white? Women? Yeah, it's like white women who are like poking their nose and where they're not, you know. Oh yeah, I've been cuntish essentially. There are tons of them. Yeah, but there's plenty of like. Why is it just only white women? Um, because <laughs> because right now, this this is my personal view. Because right now there is an uptick in. Um, kind of letting stuff slide. I feel sorry for anybody called Karen at this point. 
I don't know. Some of the hottest women I've ever I've ever met were named Karen. So yeah, there's not going to be anybody called Karen anymore. Well, yeah, of course. You know, this was a year, this was years ago. But yeah, a lot of the girls that I used to know that named Karen were all pretty cute. I don't know that you're going to be calling your kid Karen anymore. I think it'd be a miracle if I had a kid at this point. So that you're you're kind of counting. You're gonna you're kind of going ahead. Yeah. What was that? Oh yeah. So no, this this whole idea that that there's instantaneous justice everywhere. Or, or the seeming desire for instantaneous justice is only, you know, it's only focused outward and, and against someone. It's only focused outward anyway. That's kind of funny to me. Mm. Haha, and funny queer. Well, that's going to date me. What? That saying that. Funny haha or funny queer. That's going to, that, <laughs> that was, that was a vernacular that was pretty, pretty popular when I was in junior high school. But it wasn't even where I was from. I went to I went to like a, a summer camp in Ohio. Or no, I was in high school at that point. Funny queer just means what? Weird. <laughs> but it's not related to homosexuals? No. I don't think any group should have uh, a monopoly on word usage. No matter what. you think you deserve. You mean like rainbow? Like uh, all the, of ram- the ownership of rainbows? All of them. Ownership of, of any kind of pejorative, ownership of any kind of diss. <clears throat> yeah. Um, you know, this whole thing is like, you can't use that word, only I can use that word. I'm like, well, is it a fork? It's kind of stupid. Th- th- it, Not kind of stupid, it is stupid. It, it goes back to what I was talking about earlier about, you know, personal pronouns so like my pronouns are like so okay so you own those pronouns you're the only ones that you're the only one that can use them you know when you say stuff like oh you can't use that word you know people have used that word to put to put us down for for thousands of years or whatever it is i'm like i I feel for you Mm -hmm. but i didn't do that right and you know before someone goes off saying oh that's just white privilege like you think about it you know am i supposed to get all bent out of shape if someone calls me a chink or a gook who happens to be black and say, you can't use that word that's been used to to put down my people for the last whatever. I, I think you should stop saying that. Apparently it didn't work. Right. <laughs> Why didn't it work on you guys? Uh, because we're, because those guys are busy ruining their own country themselves. I'm talking about South Koreans. Oh, yeah. So are you... Did it not work on Asians because you're more resilient? I personally think it didn't work on Asians most of the time because we just didn't have any idea what they were saying. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have no idea. This is where it all fucking falls down. Like, it's all... I don't know. It just makes me mad because it's so stupid. Why does it... Why does it make you mad? Because it's it's, this, it's it's all these like philosophies that have infected the younger folks, and well, they deserve it. It, it doesn't. Oh, none, do of, they? none of it adds Actually, up. Do they deserve it? You mean deserve what? To they be, deserve the result. To be infected by stupidity. No. Or stupid philosophies. Do they deserve it? No, they don't deserve it. You're right. The parents deserve it. Right. 
Um, so parents, grandparents, whatever. If you happen to be a young kid listening to this, which would totally shock me. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, the, the, the parents deserve it. And you're not paying the bill. Your kids are, I guess, I guess that's one of the realities in life. That's really hard to, hard to stomach, especially if you're one of the people having to pay the bill. Very rarely does the person who fucked shit up or dealt it have to deal with it. Well, that comes back to that comes back to your thing that you started out with. It's like the well, it's like a broader theme that. Well, it's different. Yeah. Society kind of, you know, it, it it gives you a cushion. Well, it doesn't. It there gives, isn't like it, and very rarely is there a direct, like, reaction or response to your. Only, only, only because the other members <clears throat> of society don't enforce the way the way society goes. It's pretty easy for a bad actor to gain a mass. I hate to say money and power because it's the same thing. Money is power. Mm-hmm. And once you once you get that, then you start building out favors to people who may not feel very comfortable being that dirty but are just fine taking the benefits as long as you dress it up. So I guess, I guess that would be one way to kind of think of soldiers, lawmakers, uh, lawyers, not necessarily lawmakers. Why soldiers? Uh, because a person who goes around administering violence and killing people is a psychopath. Person who goes around administering violence and killing people under the authority of the state is a patriot and a soldier. So you don't want to be considered a psychopath. That, that that's why that's why I'm saying, you know, someone willing to get that dirty philosophically. Like like the way you see me a lot of times. You don't think I'm very willing to get myself super dirty philosophically. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons that you tell yourself and try to tell me for my lack of uh, societal success. Yes, no, maybe. Yeah. So, and and I agree with you. That's probably that's that's probably part of it. Um, but there's a whole. There's, I feel like there's like advantages you could have taken based on what you've done in the past. But you're like, oh, that's stupid. I hate it when people do that. I hate it when people take advantage of that and like you know tout that. Only because so you don't do it. Only because I don't see them getting any kind of advantage. No, there's an advantage. Uh, is there? There's an advantage to being another pig at the trough. I I, I don't. I, I, there's plenty of people that like have gotten hit by virtue of touting their credentials. If I'm gonna. But you, you're like, nah, I'm not going to do that shit because I hate that shit. First of all, you're, you don't have to tout... Okay, in my book, you don't have to tout your credentials. Well... That's just, that just happens, right? And Well, how are people supposed to know if you don't tell if, them? If you don't tell them? So do you have to tell people that you're a dude? No. You don't have to tell people how tall you are? But people don't... They don't know you from, like, Adam. If, they're, if, if this is a beauty contest, then I suppose I might have to do that. <clears throat> When I was a beauty contest, I could see. Well, I'm, I'm talking about beauty contests in terms of like a, like a, a resume pool or, you know, pick my company to, to you know, be your <coughs> whatever. Um, 
actually, this is this that what what you were talking about is actually probably something that we should talk about in another episode because I could easily see us talking many, many, many about more. credentials, about the whole selling yourself thing. Yeah, that's that's kind of what you're talking about. Yeah, and this is something that like I'm, and and that and that's, that's something that kind of bugs me a little bit. And that's something you and I really disagree with. Yeah, I like I I don't it bugs me that you don't sell yourself. No, I sell myself. And are you? So when you, since you've been, and has that, this will be the teaser. This will be the trailer, right? So you sold yourself and there's been a lot more buyers, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's the teaser. It's not a very good teaser. Well, this isn't a professional program, so you get what you pay for. (laughs) But we'll... So what we were talking about before, oh yeah, so the whole reality thing, it's just, um, yeah, I just think it's, I was, I was thinking about it when I was jogging and I was thinking about it at the gym today and I saw a young lady who was right up my alley. Uh-huh. Did she say hello? No, actually we were, we were, she was, she was doing her thing and then she actually came around to where I was working out and I, I guess I was in her way and I was just trying to move uh-huh. while I was still trying to count doing my, um, doing 21s. For all those of you that don't know, 21 is a set of exercises for your biceps where you do 21 reps, but you do seven halfway up, then you do seven halfway up, halfway down, and then you do seven all the way up, all the way down. In a curling so motion. Uh, uh, then from the top. Yeah, so from and the And then from the bottom to the top? From the bottom, you go halfway up seven times. Uh, 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 then you come all the way to the top, and you go down halfway seven times. Uh, 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 uh. And then you go seven all the way up and down. And this was like... The, that sounds hard. Well, that was the third set of exercises. I'd already done a couple of sets of bicep curls before that. Yeah. Anyway, so you're sitting there fighting as you're doing it. <laughs> hey, man, I've, I have done it. I have done it before. Uh, but this... this And this, this woman is... Well, she's, she's my kind of cute, especially build-wise. And, you know, she had red hair and glasses. and Right. She had tattoos that I didn't like, but she was also super young. Oh. Anyway, so I think that's enough. All right. We'll uh, talk to you in a week. Like, subscribe, you know, all that stuff. Share. See you.